You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The Deputy President Paul Moshatile has called on engineers to help government tackle infrastructure challenges made worse by destructive weather patterns. He delivered a keynote address at the 9th United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization's Africa Engineering Week, which got underway with an engineering conference in Pretoria. South Africa has experienced disasters linked to extreme weather conditions and an energy crisis, which engineers believe, through collaboration and skills development, could be a thing of the past. We now speak to spokesperson for the construction, mining, Energy and Engineering Workers Union, Komiwu, Simo Mkwanazi. A very good morning to you and welcome. Good morning to you, sir, and thank you for the opportunity. Now, you indi- I, I did indicate in my intro that the Deputy President, Paul Mashatile, has called on engineers to help government tackle infrastructure challenges that is made worse by destructive weather patterns. What is your reaction to that call by the Deputy President? Thank you again, sir, for the opportunity. Maybe one must start by mentioning uh, that this would be looking like a, a good by the government to actually invite the engineers, considering uh, the challenges that Africa is faced with, and maybe to narrow the perspective and uh, saying, especially South Africa, especially because we are faced with a, a, a never-ending challenge of energy, which probably requires alternative solutions. So it sounds like a, a good initiative, but probably in practicality we might differ in approach. Now, talk to us about those challenges that you're referring to that you face as engineers in trying to collaborate with government to resolve some of the issues that South Africa is faced with, like deteriorating water infrastructure and failing a failing energy uh, uh, solution. Probably because uh, the first point of departure will be the drive towards an, a, a common agenda, which will then be a prerequisite to actually collaborate all the structures relevant to push towards that agenda. But if you listen to the address by the Deputy President, President, it was a very generic, generic address uh, touching on common challenges uh, that the country and the, the continent is faced with, uh, speaking of infrastructure development, and then idealizing the possible alternative solution towards an agenda of uh, 2063, which is practically very far from uh, the challenges we are faced with today. And disregarding that, the, especially South Africa has got a national development plan, which articulates on pathways towards uh, having renewable energy, for instance, infrastructure development, water harvesting, which we have never seen any proper plan uh, being implemented towards addressing those challenges. We have a, a, an engineering center. We have the Department of Science. Uh, we have all those uh, infrastructure structures, ideally for contributing positively to assist, towards assisting the government in creating a stable uh, 
economy for the country through energy and probably through infrastructure development. But the window is it seems to be open only in speeches like the address written by the president. We don't have actually a concrete plan and a pathway or a doorway for, for, for engineers to enter the space and be sound and solid in approach towards the drives that the government should take or initiatives that the government should take. Especially considering the financial implications to which the deputy president did speak to, uh, he was speaking about uh, the $11 million or rather that have been raised and uh, the possibility for more. But uh, considering our government, uh, we are tentatively affirmative towards uh, the good use of, of such finances. And considering the possible transition to which is speaking of, that at least we transfer to a, a renewable energy. If we may probably ask one simple question, how many times uh, have our country been confronted with floods and in the same approach confronted with uh, water scarcity? You've got floods, you've got water scarcity. It doesn't actually make a common sense that you don't have a plan for water harvesting and yet you you, you, you put blood for or, or the scarcity of water that is confronted, uh, that is confronting the government. It, uh, it lacks common sense, in fact. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about energy. South Africa is facing a debilitating energy crisis. You talk about renewable energy, but do you believe that this crisis can be resolved, and how should government go about it? Uh, another hard reality, in as much as it should sound as if it's a political agenda, but I, I really doubt, as Komeu, that there is this scarcity that is existing, except that it is a perception that is created for us to believe uh, there, there are a lot of contradictions uh, from previous governments to this government and possibly to the future government uh, about energy or rather the scarcity of energy in South Africa. It was once said that uh, we would never see load shading again. And President, uh, former President Chabumpegi was once making mention of uh, that uh, approach by Mulefe uh, to say, he did do a good work uh, towards resolving this challenge. But we think that the government is actually devaluing ESCOM so that they can sell it cheap like they did with uh, SAA. So we don't believe in the approach. As I speak to you, there are multi-unlimited uh, alternative solutions towards uh, renewable energy. But the first point of departure, it will be that the government uh, addresses that as a strategy, uh, as a turnaround strategy. But the uh, government by President Ramaphosa does not have a concrete turnaround strategy uh, towards uh, renewable energy or even using coal. There were utterances from the West saying we must stop using coal for energy, but we still have abundance of coal to which can last us for more than 100 or 200 years ahead of us. So instead of using the court for that purpose, we, we, we try to suffocate ourselves as the people to actually adhere to uh, international approach uh, that are really against what we are capable of. 
because when Americans speak of that, they've been using coal for more than 400 years. And now that they've fully established themselves with all capacities to actually venture into alternative uh, renewable energies, they are then detecting over to us. And with the lack of good governance, we are then possibly consequently suffering this load shading. But in reality, we're supposed not to have load shading in South Africa. We are exporting enough coal that we might possibly uh, be able to manufacture electricity. Further to that, it seems as if this is just a good story to tell uh, of the ANC for us to applaud for what looked like a solution. We, it will be rude of me to say we do not have engineers, uh, but uh, as a custodian of media broadcast, you'd know it better that every now and then we are being told that a, a, a certain uh, energy station is not working properly because these machines need to be serviced. What kind of an engineer who services um, a, a generator almost every week, almost every month, that person is incompetent, so to say. But that is not a true reflection of what is. It's what has been said to believe. So as Kome, we deny to believe that uh, the scarcity of energy is a serious problem as it looks to us. We believe that government does not have an interest to develop the people, nor to actually bring about a, 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 a turnaround strategy that will boom the economy and uplift the people, especially small businesses in our country. Some would suggest that that's a political statement, but the Deputy President, Paul Moshatila, has called on the engineering industry to address the underrepresentation of women and other marginalized groups within your sector. So the question then why are such marginalized groups faced with such unconscious biases? He did speak to that, and he was uh, further referring to an education system and a research required by universities or required from universities uh, to actually contribute to that. Uh, but the, being marginalized, it could go back to infrastructure development, especially to or from the rural areas, and the inclusivity of, of women, it is actually a political statement because our approach as Komeu, it is uh, actually the bridge between goals and accomplishment, words and actions. So uh, uh, as I was saying, this is just but a speech. Uh, what are practical plans? What is the pathway to materialize that? Except for speaking of this for the longest of time, it is not the first time that uh, women must be inclusive or rather be included in such programs, nor is it the first time that rural areas are being uh, excluded in such programs because of infrastructure development. But how long should we listen to this? How long before we see a practical possible solution? Mr. Mukwanazi, I think you have a point. That's the spokesperson for the Construction, Mining, Energy and Engineering Workers Union, Komiwu, Simo Mukwanazi. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.